everyone. This is Heaving Bosoms Ask a Badass, where we spotlight listeners about their lives, their love of romance, and so much more. Next week, we're bringing you part two of The Bollywood Bride by Sonali Dev. So make sure you tune in on Monday, February 24th. Once again, we want to make sure you know there's some content that might be tricky. So be careful if sexual assault, domestic abuse, mental health issues, mental health shame, or eating disorders are triggering for you. We try to deal with the content as sensitively as possible and still manage to get some giggles in, but take care of yourselves nonetheless. And now we have Natalie's interview with Erica C. As a forensic pathologist, she's a woman of science, an amazing friend, a runner, a library lover, knitter, and rocker of many cult lipsticks and luscious curls. Without further ado, Erica C. Hello, Erica. Hello, Natalie. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm excited that this worked out. Listeners, Erica and I had some technical difficulties because life Life is real hard. (laughs) And we had to reschedule this. We almost had to reschedule it tonight. Yes. Here we are doing it, doing the thing. I'm really glad we are because I was looking forward to it. And I feel like you get two opportunities to reschedule something and then it never happens. You know what I mean? Like that third time. Yeah, it never happens. I was feeling bad because I was had a cold and now my uh, dryer is in pieces <laughs> in the basement. So it's been, it's been a week. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that I'm although like um, last week when we had to reschedule, even though I was sad to not talk to you, I would have been not a very I mean, maybe it would have been funny. I would have I was very cynical last week. Very I'm cynical. always very cynical. This was Not- a really bitter episode. <laughs> Things got dark on Ask a Badass last week. That's what they would have said. I think, I mean, a good amount of a balance of cynical is good, right? Yes. I tend to be on like the more the glass half full side of things, sometimes annoyingly uh, to other people. But, you know, last week was not the week for me. So, hey. Uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity to do this week. Yay. Listeners, I'm here with Erica. You might know her from imparting her vast medical knowledge on the cult. She's the queen of the bing boong bong, like veins don't pulse, right? <laughs> and other, and other things. And other things. <laughs> Doesn't matter where that We're going to come is, in right heavy with pulse. the bing boong bongs right off the bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Doesn't matter if it's in your penis or your neck or no. your wherever. It's not pulsing. It's okay? not pulsing. Or that one in that vein in your in your forehead that's always pulsing. It's not a vein if it's pulsing. What is it doing? Um, I mean, it would be an artery if it's pulsing. Oh, okay. So this is anatomy. This is with anatomy. Erica right now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, arteries pulse, veins. Uh, it's passive, like low pressure flow. So. Okay. All right. If I was going to compare a vein to something that was like another real life item that like, uh, hmm, 
like a hose. Yeah, so usually um, I do reference uh, large vessels as hoses, um, but the arteries are like the high pressure hose. That's like your like a fire know, hose, your, like your fire hose. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. And then like the a vein is just like the hose. Like if you're stealing someone's gasoline, you know, and you give it that <laughs> suck, and then it just kind of flows out. Uh, you know. <laughs> as you do there's no real pressure there it just kind of like flows it's the same thing when you clean a fish tank fyi yeah when you use a, a, a siphon section for a fish tank so in case you haven't siphoned anyone's gasoline <laughs> listener out there but you do have a fish tank it's the same as that i would guess yeah <laughs> great that's a good reference now i know I know. And also listener erica is anonymous right now you're using a pseudonym it this is, is your pen name. name. This is my this um, is my online uh, persona. Persona, yeah. Yeah. She's not catfishing us, you guys. It's for <laughs> uh, her own protection. <laughs> Things get cray in the world of. Do we want to talk a little bit what what your job is? Really yeah, quick? we can talk okay. about my job. Okay, I didn't. I didn't want to like blow your cover. Blow my cover. I am a forensic pathologist. I work in a large inner city area, um, and so like my real name is on our website. Um, and so I'm real searchable. So I just try to like have a little layer of anonymity. I have found her, her actual name on the internet before. <laughs> it's not hard. It's, it's real not hard. easy. It's real easy. Uh, I am very non-anonymous, but there are also a lot of Natalie Martins out there in the world. Not that many hyphenates though. So keep that in mind. So, uh, Erica and I know each other because, uh, we are both, uh, in the same area of the world and so we've met in person so sorry guys i'm luckier than you in real life i have seen her face and she's awesome and i'm so happy to know her in person and be friends with her and thank you so much for recording with me today well thank you for inviting me this is anytime i am just pressing all of my friends into employ into my (laughs) service there's no profit here though (laughs) (laughs) sorry you you you've met me in person you must now record with me but you've been a romance reader for a really long time Forever. Yeah, for probably almost 30 years now. I probably was like 12 or 11, one of the earlier. um, Mm -hmm. Because back in the way back times, like YA novels were garbage. I think I read (laughs) Forever uh, by Judy Bloom, And there was some sexy times in there. But anything else I tried to find that was similar to that, but where they actually like stayed together didn't exist. Uh, Yeah. So I found not in that genre. No, no, not in that genre. Like YA was no good at the time. Did you read Summer Sisters? AKA I did not. My coming of age Judy Bloom experience. <laughs> I did not. I think I was so disappointed with Forever that I was like, I am not doing this again. When did Judy Bloom be start being like, you know, uh, Ramona Quimby was great, <laughs> but you know what these things need. <laughs> A little heavy petting. That's yeah. what these books need. Um, I think you write enough Ramona and you just have to move on from that eventually. <laughs> so I uh, started reading at 12. And then did you continue to read or did you get, uh, read romance or like I did. I read all the way through. Like forever? I probably I try, you know, I dabbled um, in some of them. The categoricals I ended up skipping pretty early on. Because when I didn't you think say categorical had... and you were going to tell a person that doesn't really know anything oh. about writing or genres, what would you tell them that that is? <laughs> so I think of those as like the thin silhouettes or the thin harlequins, okay. like back yeah, in the way yeah. back times. The um, grocery store. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I tried those and was like, this is not worth my time. And so I quickly jumped into the big, thick, like $400, $500 or $500, 500 Woo. page. <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition. First... <laughs> 
<laughs> like your bodice exactly. rippers with your Fabios yeah. on front and the ladies yes. with their cleavage spilling out of their historical mm-hmm. gowns. Like that mm-hmm. was really what I found that I liked. And so I was in that for a very long time. Do you read a lot of paranormal? Is I that... do read a lot of paranormal. And when did you kind of switch to paranormals? Um, so I was in training for a really long time. And while I was in training, I quickly discovered that I could not read um, and actually get my work done. And oh, so I would put uh-huh. like a pause on that. Um, but I would remember what authors I liked. And so mm-hmm. then when I would come back or like have break or something, then I would look at the same authors. And I ended up I started out in general surgery, actually. Um, and when I switched from surgery to pathology residencies, I took a year off. And at that time, it was like rediscovering myself, rediscovering my life. Um, And it was like 2012. And I had been in like a holding pattern with my reading for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. And so had not realized that books had Uh changed significantly while I was still reading the same, you know, like five authors. (laughs) And then it was like, it opened a whole new world. I'm like, what is this bonkers stuff? Like they used swear words. Like there was, it wasn't just, you know, sheathed his steel and velvet yeah. kind of stuff it was like yeah. really anatomic terms <laughs> it's always velvet covered steel isn't it, it? Is. like even in contemporaries i feel like that reference that analogy anal- analogy is that the right word analogy sure uh is used very often velvet yeah. covered steel mm-hmm. anyway sorry they were using swear words yeah using swear words we're using anatomic terms using like bonkers stuff and i'm like this is amazing where have i <laughs> have i been asleep and i realized yes i'd been under a rock kind of <laughs> yeah exactly i was under a rock for many years and so then i would come out and i'm like what is this and how do i find more of it um, yeah. But then because I'm old, I didn't realize you could like I was not so clever with searching things with the Internet. Yeah. Um, so I would try mm-hmm. to I would check out anthologies at the library where that had like an author that I knew I mm-hmm. liked. And I'm like, I will read this anthology yeah. and see if I like any of these other authors. And so I was able to find a few that way. And then most of them at this point had like a back catalog of stuff um, that I was able to go. through. Yeah. And then I also discovered there was a Felicia Day had a I think it was a YouTube show called Vaginal Fantasies. And so that was like a reading, uh, I mean, it was a reading club. So they would pick, you know, two books a month or whatever. And then they discussed at the end, but it gave me like a whole list of new authors to try. So this I found a lot YouTube's? of new people. Yes. Vaginal Fantasies. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it's now defunct. didn't but... know. Right. But I feel like there's other authors out there that have like YouTube channels that is an unexplored avenue for me. Don't know anything about that. Yeah, That's I don't. I didn't idea. either. Um, and so I didn't like watch the videos that video. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I would. Um, I would look at what list, you know, what books they were reading, and then like, yeah. I would just add to my TBR pile. So it was like a constant new author kind of thing. I don't even know how I find. Well, it's mainly through HBs that I'm like finding new books right now because there's just book threads all the time, and I'm just yeah. constantly like adding to my Amazon wish list and adding to wherever and just purchasing books. Well. Uh, luckily a lot of people will do like kindle unlimited threads which Mm -hmm. is helpful for me because i do kindle unlimited but it's it's a problem okay hbs (laughs) you just need to chill out a little bit i cannot read this fast i only have so much time in the day (laughs) it is a problem i use exclusively almost like the wish lists on overdrive okay um, and hoopla to keep track of everything Mm -hmm. because i don't i don't buy books anymore I bought yeah. a lot of books back in high school and then mm-hmm. because I moved every year or two years and I just don't reread. So it wasn't worth it for me to buy books. Yeah. And in the early days of Kindle, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I want this clogging up my catalog of whatever? 
Um, I like what Kindle is mm-hmm. now that you can just check out books in the library and like return them. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't I don't need to own a lot of books. My local library is very small because I live in a very rural area and mm-hmm. they do not have a large Kindle catalog. And what they do have is a lot of Jude Devereaux and a lot of Fern Michaels. <laughs> yeah, I think and I crossed let... those off really early in my reading career. I'm like, no, yes. we're not reading well, the these. problem. And I just... I don't know. I'm a snob, I guess, but I'm probably reading real shitty books. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure that I, I, I'm sure like I'm being a snob, but not because I'm reading only good quality books that are perfect and awesome all the time. I just like what I like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Jude Devereaux, unfortunately, is not for me. And she is for other people. Obviously, yeah. she's very much for the people that live in my town. <laughs> But so they just, I just, it doesn't work right for my library because I just don't have access to a lot of stuff, which is dumb. So I buy books all the time. And I have access to two major metropolitan (laughs) um, bookstores or library systems. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I take the most advantage of both of them. Like, well, you do a lot of audiobooks too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I that's... started with audiobooks when I was pregnant with my second and couldn't read on the train anymore. Mm-hmm. And so then it's really easy to read books, especially ones that are recommended, but I wouldn't normally pick out mm-hmm. because then I listen to them in like two to X and can kind of like skim and pop in yeah, and out. Yeah, that's and I'm crazy right to that. me. Like I, you're listening to them two times speed. Like I feel like my brain can't soak in information as fast. <laughs> Which is why I am not a pathologist. (laughs) (laughs) I am in customer service. (laughs) I only have to soak in information as fast as people tell it to me. It's it's perfect for me. So kind of like me, I think you like use romance as kind of an escape a little bit, right? Yes, absolutely. Like my real life, I see enough shitty stuff um, and deal with enough crappy stuff that I need yeah. something that's lighter than that. I don't get into a lot of angsty romances. I don't yeah. read a lot of contemporary because I don't I don't need I have a real You want to escape from yeah. yeah, you don't exactly. <laughs> I had that conversation with someone the other day is like even if it's a contemporary I still want you want there to be like a billionaire or a motorcycle or a something that I need, helps yeah, I need you a few be more like, layers away from just, that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the billionaires exactly. I'm anti-billionaire right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. I understand. I'm not, I'm not into it's kind of like Dukes. There's only so many of them, and most of them are old. You know, but there's enough like uh, there's enough layers of I don't know anything about Dukes that reading uh-huh. about Dukes is okay. Like yeah. billionaires, like in general, I'm anti-billionaire. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to read about your happy ever after billionaire. The thing Sorry. about that I like about billionaires is like you don't have to think about how that bill gets paid. And you know that's why it's a billionaire. I don't need to think about how this person just bought you an entire new wardrobe overnight and had it tailored for you. I don't need to think about that because it's a billionaire. It's a million dollars. You don't have to worry about it. He could pay for literally anything. Yeah. Um, And that's the, that is like the appeal for, for me. Like you could get every kind of grocery in just three seconds. Like I like that kind of idea. Which is I fine. Want, and I, I am, I'm all right with a billionaire if you add another layer of, you yeah. know, bizarre, like if you made it, like make him a duke or you yes. take it into paranormal or something like that or put it in space. Like that's fine. <laughs> Billionaires in space. Yeah. By Chuck Tingle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But um, once it's like if it's modern day like America and there's some billionaire like I don't I don't want to read about that guy. Yeah. 
I understand. Um, yeah, billionaires in modern America is kind of a hellscape that we don't need oh, to like. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to no, put no. into romance novels anymore. No, <laughs> are you currently like super passionate about anything in your life? What are you What are you doing right now? So I am passionate about about finding a real life. Um, yeah. I have been in training forever. Um, I passed mm-hmm. my boards maybe two years ago, but otherwise training for your oh yeah job. for my job what, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so like fifteen years essentially mm-hmm. <laughs> between like undergrad That's med it. school Just residency kidding. I know like. And all of two residencies, essentially. Yeah. So it's like always yeah. all of that time is like trying to become the next level, but you're never like a real person mm-hmm. in that time period. You're always yeah. just like just finishing this little chunk so you can move on to the next chunk. Um, and yeah. so it was like once I passed boards, I'm like, now I'm a real person. I can do real stuff. And it was like kind of rediscovering. What can I do? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I have small children and it's like, well, so I can't. I mean, at least they're not like in diapers so i can leave them alone for <laughs> a few minutes at a time um, yeah but it's kind of nice So you like, did children and med school at the same time i did well it was in i was in residency i was in surgery residency when i had my first but like are you actually a superhero because <laughs> i feel like i'm just trying to do like children and a work job and that's like I'm just like barely uh, able to handle it. So no, it's <laughs> rough. And I had, I mean, I had my partner, um, luckily, uh-huh. and yeah. uh, you know, we were able to find childcare. But there were a lot of, you know, it's rough because I was doing 24-hour calls. Um, so at work yeah. for like 30 hours, then go home yeah. and sleep, and like can't take care of the kid while I'm doing that. And like my husband has to be responsible for, you know, keeping the kid alive during that time period. Yeah, um, and absolutely. I could get called in at any time. So you know, there were there were, there were some rough spots where we have to figure out you know, how to negotiate and navigate all of that. Um, yeah. And so that was that was rough, too. And then you're in the thick of it as a mom and like trying to keep small children alive. And yourself. Because and yourself. it's just like, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that I'm really bad at is, you know, I can keep everyone else alive, no problem. But then, you know, I, I'm the one that tends to fall by the wayside it yeah. seems like you know, and i and discovered um i mean with my job there are some really bad days like some yeah. really bad days and i need like an emergency kit uh for that and so it's like i've got romance and then also other self-care practices i started actually washing my face um what I, I know <laughs> <laughs> i'm still doing it like every other day here maybe so like, I, I think that's like retro superpower <laughs> well i started this like two years ago and like i am i have now worked up to the stage where i like wash my face at night um i like Great have job. a toner i have a moisturizer i have eye cream like it's a whole it's a whole thing now but this You're is a grown-ass like lady right now it's like two years in the making um nice. like i've been maybe doing there's the- still hope for me then <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'd been doing like the eye forever, like that was one thing when I was in medical school because people talk about just everyone, you know, crashing and burning and coming into the hospital yes. looking like garbage. And I'm like, well, I will at least keep the smoky eye. That's what I will maintain <laughs> that through the entire uh, thing. And then I just started the lipstick with the cult lipstick, and so now yeah. I have lipstick too. I know it's the best, isn't it? Like it's uh, very it's good. something that I have found, especially with my new job, because when I had my old job, it was like the expectations were very low. They had met me like at 23 and I would come in like one step above sweatpants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like maybe washed hair. And then like that was the expectation. So then there was never any pressure to like do anything. So if you did wear makeup 
and lipstick, it was like, what's happening with you today? Like, it was yeah. always a lot of comments. You just never did it. And then when I kind of switched jobs, I was like, this is the opportunity. You can, like, wear makeup and put things on your face and feel good about it and not have to, like, feel pressured to, like, talk about why or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's been nice. It makes me feel like I'm doing something for myself. Yeah, I like it. And it doesn't come off, which is nice, because that's one of the yes. reasons I didn't wear lipstick before was because it would always like fade and then I have to reapply and I can't be bothered to do that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or you forget. And oh, then, yeah. Like all of a sudden you're in the bathroom after like four hours of doing stuff and you're like, good God, no. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the awkward lip liner look. I have a funny story about lipstick because I was, uh, I work with a lot of seniors, like 90% of my um, target market is senior women very good and so I was wearing uh the lipstick the other day and I had a woman kind of sidle up to me and goes you know I meant to tell you before I really love your lipstick and I was like it's the best look and I like went to try to wipe it off and it didn't come off she was like it's magic and I was like (laughs) I know and this is she's probably 75 and we were talking about it and so then I went and found like a scrap of paper and wrote down like the brand for her. And I was like, you can get it at Target. You can get it at CVS. It's perfect. And she <laughs> was so put in her purse and she was going to go on her way home from her bus trip. And I was so excited. Nice. So Melody, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm spreading the gospel with the 75 year old and older set. No worries. Anything else that you're doing for yourself? Like what are some of your other things that you're doing? Um, I run. And I recently started actually playing with it for a time uh, because before I just always thought that I was like a 10 minute miler and that was kind of where I would always be. And then, I mean, obviously I was really running like 11 or 12 minute miles. Um, And so I actually started really working on improving my time. Um, and have which is really hard it is like, hard to, to drop a minute or any or even a fraction of that is really hard you actually have to like work at it um, you have to do like sprints and stuff yeah which is garbage but it gives you something yeah. better to do on a treadmill than just like i don't know stare at the person in front of you yeah yeah um yeah so i, I mean did it depends that. on the person in front of you i suppose yeah that's true. yeah <laughs> uh, so i work on that and then i taught myself to knit this summer yeah. Because I'm like, I need something to do with my hands that is not just scrolling on Facebook or playing whatever yeah. painting game on my tablet yeah. that I have. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I taught myself to knit. And again, it's like the YouTube came in really handy. I've learned so much knitting, so, so much knitting, so many tricks about knitting. Like, And usually, so I'm the kind of knitter where I'll knit like once every two years. And mm-hmm. then I have to teach myself how to cast on every oh, single yeah. time. So I've watched so many ladies casting on on youtube it's the best it is it's, it's the very best. helpful because i'll forget how to bind off so i'm like how do you bind off again? yeah what what's exactly. an i-cord i don't know what I, is this I, I mean what is an i-cord though what what is an i-cord <laughs> i'm like a paso to, like, what what yeah, is that no i you're you're using literally i have i have no clue i know yarn <laughs> over and i know uh <laughs> Um, no, I'm very much a novice knitter, but part of it is because I just, I am bad at sitting still. So that's, yeah. it's one of those things. Well, this is one of, that's, I, I am also like that, but I wanted to watch TV. Um, mm-hmm. and I can't just sit and watch TV. I have to like be doing something else. So I started knitting. Um, so what my problem is, is I'm either, I can't, I have to look at the knitting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So then I would either look at the knitting and not look at the TV. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you'd be like, what happened in the last 10 minutes? I'm gone. <laughs> and then, or you would watch the TV and not watch the knitting. Yeah. And you would either mess up 
or I would, I would either mess up or I would stop. And my like one, my one needle would like slide out. Oh, you know, that's the worst. You weren't... Yes, yeah. it is the worst. Trust me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not meant to do those things. Two, two things at once. <laughs> But oh, the kids man. are, my kids are very excited that I can actually like make things. Mm-hmm. Like this is like magic to them. They're like, you made gloves? And I'm like, or mittens? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, look, I made a mitten. I'm like, I made you a scarf. That was how I started as I just bought some multicolored yarn at Target. And every time yeah. it changed color, I would change the pattern. <gasps> and they wow. love it. It's like a sampler scarf. They each have a sampler yeah. scarf. And I'm like, this is amazing. That is amazing. Well, the ki- like kids are the best because they are. They're in awe of when you create something or like watching you do something. And um, my mother-in-law is a very skilled uh, knitter and sewist. And so she's making a hand-sewn quilt right now. And so Ruby will see her and she'll be like, this is magic. Yeah. And I bake a lot. And she's always like, you did this bread mom like it is always she just makes you feel she's like a one-woman hype team she just is like wow mom and she's a big suck up too she'll be like i am so thankful for the food you make me mom she'll <laughs> say something nice. like that i'm like okay yeah great no treats for you yeah you okay her well stop sucking up no just kidding she always gets treats but yeah i totally know what you mean though because you have to find stuff that kind of for me it's stuff that's separate from my kids because yeah. i feel like it's it sucks a little bit of the of the self-care away when I'm doing still doing something for my children. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's hard to find things that are not with the mm-hmm. kids because I, I am still, you know, a mom and I have to take yeah. care of them a lot of the evenings. And it's like there are other things I would like to pursue. It would be interesting to like work on a new language or like learn an instrument or something like that. Um, but yeah. I, I have to stay at home in the evenings with my kids. So yeah. I totally get it. And that is how this podcast was formed. <laughs> Here it is. Yay. Ta-da. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about a couple of them, but do you have any other current lady loves? Um, so there's a Sally Hansen like quick dry nail polish. Uh-huh. Um, I'm I discovered- familiar. I discovered it when I had a two-year-old that wanted her nails painted, and I could barely sit still long enough for my own nails to dry. Yeah. And this stuff is, like, magical. I still use it on yes. my toes. Their colors are amazing. Um, yeah. But, yeah. They have, like, a really... mirror finish line mm-hmm. that is very, very cool. And it really and... does dry in, like, a minute, and you're good to go. And if you are aged two, two, yes. I mean, I haven't found the limit of, of like, ages. 41, at least. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you will think they're pretty and you will think they're cool and you will appreciate how you can still unzip a toddler's pants yes. <laughs> right after you have applied it. Yeah. Right after you've applied it. It's magic. It yeah. Magic. Again, I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff that's magic. But... Yes. <laughs> and I've also recently discovered Spotify, which I was really, re- I realize it's been around for a while now. Yeah. Um, but their algorithms are also magic. They're extremely good whatever they're doing every other platform is doing incorrectly yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i discovered that apparently what i like is scandinavian house music um i didn't even know that was a genre i didn't either uh but it's apparently wow. what i listen to spotify knew though spotify did know i do love spotify and mm-hmm. i know i wish i probably should start using it because it sounds like people use it a lot for their podcasts and they can put all of their rss feeds on there and they can listen to everything on spotify and that's really what i want is to be able to do everything in one app 
Oh, that would be nice. I have not moved my podcast over to Spotify. What yet. are you using? I just use the iTunes one, mm. partly because I- I've just become accustomed to it. And I know like all the things that I've listened to and it's like in there. Yeah. And to set it up anywhere else, I'd have to like recreate the wheel because I have, there are a lot of podcasts that I I have. I'm listening to three podcasts right now. Well, four, including the one that my kids listen to, which is Story (laughs) Pirates for any parents out there. And it is fucking fantastic. Oh, maybe you want to check that out. uh, So here's Story Pirates. Uh, It is uh, sketch comedians who take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And it is hilarious for adults and children and it's and the kids and then they have the authors do a little thing about how they created the story, too. So it's kids talking about how they wrote the story and they have a story prompt at the end of every episode for kids to write their own stories. It's awesome. Wow. My child is I have a child that is four and mm-hmm. a child that is six and they're a little bit too young, but they still love it. Oh, so okay. anybody up till like. 12 i would think would like it maybe i'll see if the nine-year-old is interested she probably would be i think i think she would really like it i've heard like seven eight nine-year-old kids that submit stories to it and she would be old enough to understand it and she does like stories yeah and it's funny and they have like they do all these voices and they talk about like it's you have to listen to it so story pirates that's gonna be my lady love for today because you can put it on the car and you don't listen to dumb kids songs and it's still funny (laughs) we've been working on they're like let's listen to lady singers and i'm like how about female vocalists we can listen to female vocalists um so now whenever we get in the car the girls are like can we listen to some female vocalists i'm like female vocalists yeah for 100, Alex. Um, so <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Um, <laughs> are you ready for a lightning round? Yeah, let's do a lightning round. Let's do a lightning round. I'm going to try to add some new questions in. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you um, bath meal? I no am bath pro-, meal. pro bath meal, but I haven't taken a bath in a couple of years. I like the idea of a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't ever organize myself after the children have gone to bed to yeah, actually it's tricky sometimes. get it taken care of. Um, I just want you to know I've been going through a, a bath a Ooh. bath renaissance, and I've taken three baths since the start of this podcast. <laughs> since, None uh, of them are longer we started than recording. 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, not- <laughs> In this 35 minutes, I have taken three baths. Um, no. Incorrect. Since I started this podcast back in October, I have taken three baths, which is more than I had taken in the entire 15 years prior. That is nice. Yes. Do you have a go-to author? I read a lot of Nalini Singh. Like, I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. hers no matter what. Can um, you tell me Psy Changeling? Is that her? Yes. Is that how I say it? I've never said this yeah, word Yeah, I think it's Psy Changeling. Mm-hmm. Great. It is now. It is now. Um, so that's one of the, her most well-known. Yes. Um, and then there's also the Guild Hunter series, which I also really like. It's more urban fantasy. Um, I mean, there's it's definitely romance, but it's got a more urban fantasy kind of feel to it. Absolutely. Sounds fun. I actually knew that author. Sometimes people are like, this is my go-to author. And I just, <laughs> I pretend really well. And I recently discovered Ilona Andrews and I've been reading oh, their stuff too. I think I've, I think I have, ex- have you been going through that discovery on the cult? Yes. I feel like you have been, yeah. Uh, because I feel like the Kate Daniels, I tried multiple times and like skipped it because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But the, the Hidden Legacy series 
It's fantastic. That's the one. And now I'm, yeah. And now I'm going one to my, Are you going to, are you excited for KissCon? Because they will be there. Yes. Are you going to get anything signed? Well, I don't might have books. Have to, I don't have books, but I might have to buy them. Just you probably could buy them there if you really wanted to. You I, could, I think I'm going to bring a tote bag. Oh. Because I don't have paper books mm-hmm. in my house, really. So I feel like a tote or something like that is going to be what I want to get signed. Oh, that's a good thing to do. So that I don't have to have all the paper books. Um, what is your favorite carb? Think up. I have to go with potato in French fry form. French fry potatoes. Yes. And you consider those a carb, yes. not a fried food separate category. Um, I consider them a carb. Great. Me too. Are you an Aaron or a Melody? I am an Aaron. I knew that. What's <laughs> <laughs> your Hogwarts house? Uh, Ravenclaw. I figured that as well, but I thought I would ask. I didn't, I, I don't know why I was, I didn't think that you were as, um, I guess, dri- not driven. What is the right word that I'm thinking about as Slytherin? Yeah, it's I'm not more, quite there. I don't, it's not driven. That's not the right it's thing because you're obviously driven, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I know um, uh, upwardly, you know, like power driven is yeah. what I'm thinking of. I am quite happy to be like just the middle, <laughs> middle management. <laughs> like just do my job, middle show management. up at work. So me too. But here's the thing that I'm going through right now is like, I don't want to be in charge of other human beings. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At all. I want to be in charge of myself. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> I don't want to have that kind of responsibility. I'm like, I will go and I'll do, I'll do my work. Um, I do yes. have a little side project that I am responsible for, but I don't want to do any of the other side things that are going on. At yeah. Work. No, thank you. No, thank you. Do you have a problematic fave? Uh, probably, probably the old school romance. I it takes me a while to like even realize that some of them are problematic, just because that's what mm-hmm. old school romance is. Um, mm-hmm. Like there was something that we read in the cult, um, or one of the books that they did, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it was the Justice for Fiona, Fiola, Fiora." Oh, Fee. yeah, Justice for Fenella, Fenella. And I'm like, oh, I guess that is problematic. But that's just like, it's just old school romance. Like, that's just the way yeah, they roll. I understand. Um, I don't know if this is your cup of tea or not, but if you had like a go-to karaoke song or something like that, what would it be? I like real Japanese karaoke where it's like- In you, the rooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that is fantastic. Yes. Like, I'm not all up the, about the up in yeah. front of everyone. Um, Spice Girls are really good for karaoke songs. Yes, you would you do like a if you want to be my lover? Is that what it is? Uh, was it one? Yeah, or like something. Like yes, that. there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the one you would go to? I think so. Or like a two become one? No, not two become one. <laughs> I like that one. There's some talk about going to doing to do karaoke on the Thursday of KissCon. Just throwing it out there. All right, that's good to know. If you were gonna bing boom bong something, what would it be besides veins don't pulse? Um, veins don't pulse. Um, so when body parts are examined after someone is dead, it's by a pathologist. It's not a surgeon. Thank you, Helene. Okay. Um, there was a book that she did where I was so annoyed because basically the pathologist was like the monkey for her like they just removed the brain and then handed it to the neurosurgeon and the neurosurgeon (laughs) decided that this wasn't a problem and i was so angry because that's a neuropathologist job Uh, that is not neurosurgeons wouldn't know what to do with a brain that is not inside alive of the head yeah right but once it's out it's like i don't know who knows what's going on um And also, I mean, definitely not me. I do not know what's going on. But as we said, I like firmly in customer service and dead people. You don't need a lot of customer service skills with them. I'm just throwing no. it out there. And then another book I just read, I, there's something where like he gave half of his heart 
to the heroine. Um, huh. And like they talk about the heart growing, you know, and it's like, oh, it's still growing and whatever. That and I'm like, that's like giving somebody half of a water balloon. Like it doesn't <laughs> doesn't work. I love that imagery, though, though. I just kind of like, love how that. How does this work? Like it's not it's not it doesn't function as it's supposed to once you cut it in half. Yeah. Like which which. um Oh, I'm which a what I don't know what they're called. Yeah, which one are the ventricles or atria? The what, ventricles, like, what yeah. That's uh, insert that word into what I was trying to say. And then that's it's all the open, and so then you can't like squish it around your body. Like, how does this even work? I spent well, it's like much cutting. Time. It's like cutting. It's like cutting a muscle and being like, here, but use it though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had to make a um. I got a cow heart. Oh. Um. When I bought like just for fun. Yeah. Uh, no, but I bought like a cow, like a half of a cow mm-hmm. for meat purposes not, not just, to regrow again, another half fun. of a cow yeah. no yeah and so i got a beef heart and i was like what the hell do i do this this but i made it into dog food so it was fine <laughs> but i had it to like touch it and stuff mm-hmm. and it was a very interesting experience it felt very different than i thought it was going to like a firm jello uh yeah i mean you know I, what I mean like I a think... very firm i don't know it was a very interesting texture on that note <laughs> <laughs> If you were going to dispense one condiment from your belly button, what would it be? I think it would have to be a spicy mustard because that's really my go-to. If I'm going to go out of my way to get a condiment, I don't mm-hmm. need that one. Like ketchup like, is all right, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need it all the time. But if I really yeah. want something, then I'd have a spicy mustard. Do you do ketchup on hot dogs? I do because mm-hmm, I am a too. transplant. Um, <laughs> I am not. So what's my excuse? um yes i love ketchup on hot dogs i know i think that probably more more um chicagoans would also like ketchup on their hot dog if they just really gave it a chance but they're just snobs so you know but that's the end of my lightning round all right this was awesome thank you very much i really enjoyed it I can't wait to see you in person. Thank you so much for doing this with me. It was awesome. Thank you for rescheduling. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anytime. I will reschedule with you until the end of time. Erica. Yes. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love heaving bosoms. Yay. Yay. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs>